all we do is crush it out. Welcome back, Crush a Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, and I am, of course, Sir Loveday. Sir Loveday, how was your Brazer uh, tryout? It was amazing. It was the, the greatest moment of my life. Greatest. Yeah, well, <laughs> I hope you're standing for uh, for uh, you know doing your movies work well for you. I, I hear in your contract they're not they're only doing weights down. Is this true? That's the way I. That's the way I needed to be. Um, that's something that uh, some of my previous uh, have, you know, in the contract. So couldn't really go against that. That's breaking multiple contracts. So, <laughs> so if you see like a, a, a screenshot of one guy, and then you go to a, the next scene, and it's someone completely different, but it's the same scene. That's Sir Love Day. Um, thank you, everyone, for checking out the show. We're, we're approaching the end of the Wu-Tang series. I hope that everyone has been enjoying it and getting their uh, education on and just talking about things that we love to do. Uh, last week's episode, uh, The Rise and Fall of ODB, was an enormous success for us. A lot of people jumped on the discussion for mental health. We hope you continue that discussion. Um, sure. Next week, we got Top 5 Bobby Digital with the homie from Miami, Kalina Holness. And then the week after that, we got our, our top five Wu-Tang disappointment with my man uh, Money Miz um, out in Boston. So uh, subscribe now, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher Radio uh, to get your stuff. Uh, today, top five Inspector Deck verses. Now, this is different yeah. from songs. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been focusing on songs with Deck. We're going to go with verses because there's so many. And this is probably the most challenging um, list we've I've made because it's like he has so many. How yeah, do you even insane. pick? Um, so we're going to dive into that. Um, if you are experiencing some audio qualities, let's just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. My Internet's a little shoddy today. This is first step of net neutrality coming into effect. So everything's good. Um, so if we uh, Sir Love Day comes in and out, you know. I'm, uh, I'll talk to Vios about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's go right into it. Uh, Sir Love Day. Uh, it's Tuesday when we're recording this. It, we're dropping this on Monday. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, on Wednesday, the next day. So uh, we're up to date yeah. with news, but the net, the Grammy nominations came out. So yeah, they did. I haven't had a chance to see much of the list. So, uh, you know, I'm interested mm. to um, hear who got nominated. You have that list with you? I do have that list right, right here. Let's read it uh, off. It's an interesting list, uh, especially looking back when you realize what's there and what isn't. So uh, starting off with just record of the year, Childish Gambino's nominated for Redbone. Okay. Now, last year in our in our award show, what did I pick yes. for my record of the year? Same thing I picked. Okay. So, uh, so far, I'm one for one, bro. <laughs> yeah. One for one. Just saying. Despacito uh, got nominated there as well. Oh, uh, that's Daddy uh, Yankee, the Daddy Yankee smash Daddy hit. Yankee, yeah. Okay. Uh, the story of OJ. Uh, Jay Z. And Humble Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick and uh, Mike Will made it. Yep. Uh, and Twenty Four Dark Ma Magic, Bruno Mars. All right, so um, pretty much the biggest songs of the year is there nothing there that really surprises me. Um. The Nothing Grammys typically get put usually puts the ones that get the most spin, the most sales. They're not really interested in the best song. Let's face it, there's a bunch of songs you could pick out there that's better than those. But in terms of sales and the you know the diversity of people that it hits, those are the biggest ones. And you could look at right. it, and you could say Despacito is the biggest one, right? Because of the international mm -hmm. flair. So I would be very surprised if that one doesn't win. But it's great to see three hip hop nominations on that. And then they, those guys, pretty much carry it on over to. It's still, it's still Kendrick, it's still Bruno, except they just pulled out Daddy Yankee and threw in Lord for her melodrama album. This is for the um, top album. Yeah, for album of the years. Okay. Um, 
I'm not surprised Kendrick is there. I'm not surprised Jay Z is there. Um, not surprised the Childish Gambino. Not surprised with Childish Gambino. A little surprised we don't have Tribe Called Quest. Called Quest here. There's no Tribe Called Quest, and that's disappointing. That's a little disappointing. Um, I would have probably took out. I would have probably probably. Oh man, what would you take? I would take out Lordy because God knows I don't listen to Lordy. And I think Bruno Mars has pushed himself so much on every record that it's hard for me to take him off the list. I'm not a Bruno Mars fan, but the man really does try to do some epic epic stuff and really push the landscape. So I, I don't want to take him off. So I, I'd probably take off Kendrick, to tell you the truth. Um, yeah, you know, I would go off Kendrick. Tribe um, in there. Um, either Kendrick or, of course, Lord. Or I would also be willing to take off Bruno Mars only because, while well, I think the dude is great. Um, this was the album that took the longest of his to actually enjoy, uh, mainly because I felt like at this point, we all kind of knew what Bruno was going to do before he did it. Yeah. <laughs> and then hearing yeah. it. I'm going to use uh, your phrase. Fair enough. New from him. Fair enough. <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. Anything uh, else so, yeah. that's uh, like newsworthy there? So other than that, the only things that are particularly newsworthy, uh, the of course the lack of um, tribe called Quest, and then the best rap performance is a bit newsworthy to me, um, as I've never really understood this category. When they say rap performance, I understand when they say R and B performance. The one sort of assumes that the idea there is they're really looking at. In the R&B category, vocal performances is all about your skill as a singer. And you would then assume, or you would then be able to extrapolate, that must be the case is for rap performance, but that's never been the case for those nominated. And here we have the rap performance. Big Sean would bounce back. Jay-Z with 444, makes sense. Kendrick Lamar, humble, okay. And then it's Mios at Booty and Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. So it feels like I don't under again. This is weird for me because what does rap performance mean here? Are these five songs in the same category? <laughs> what's perform? What does that? What's performance? What does like, that mean? <laughs> I thought the best rap song was something else. It is. It is. There's a separate. So performance. What is there a show that they performed song. and that show like that concert was good? Is that what that means? I, I have no idea. Or did you perform that no song idea. well? If that's the case, I, I don't get it. In Best Rap Song, Bodak Yellow is back. Uh, he joined off the soundtrack uh, to Baby Driver with uh, Danger Mouse and, and Renna Jewels and Big Boy. Uh, that got nominated. Humble Again. Uh, and at the Rhapsody's album. Uh, dope Album, which is another one that I'm surprised I don't see up here uh, in any other places besides just there. And... All right. Well, the Grammys are always an interesting thing. I did I, last year. I did a Grammy recap, the actual show with uh, Farah, uh, DJ Bonita from Kuwait, and we were perplexed as well with certain things. Um, yep. So predictable. Um, there was yep, predictable. there was nothing there that surprised me besides things that weren't left on. And I've been over the Grammys for a while, so let's just put that out there. Yes, I'm over the Grammys. I've always been over the Grammys. If I yeah. catch anything, it's the power of the YouTube to watch performances that I hear from social media are newsworthy and you should watch. I don't watch it live. I don't care. I don't acknowledge it as a, a way to measure uh, quality and, and achievement. I don't give a shit about it. I'm not watching it. Fuck their nominations. Fuck their list. That's how I feel about it. I ain't falling into the white trap, the white man's trap. Sorry for any white people who listen to the show. <laughs> love you. But I ain't falling into that corporate stuff um, whatsoever. But I love people. I'm more interested in new artists getting love. I love that um, yep. Childish Gambito's up there. SZA um, mm-hmm. is great to be up there. But once Jay-Z dropped the album, I kind of knew where it was going to go. Even if he yeah. drops Shout like... Rhapsody, but... Yeah. Even if he dropped like a bad album. It was going to get nominated. And uh, yeah, so it doesn't matter. But you know what? We have a remedy. We have a remedy, Mm -hmm. Sir Love Day. Yo, screw the Grammys. It's about the crushies. 
Yeah. It's about the Crushy Awards. The Crush A Lot Podcast Crushy Awards. It's coming up in a few weeks. We're working on it. We're going to have a lot of special guests on it. We're going to be having uh, our awards for the best hip-hop album, the best hip-hop artist, the best hip-hop song, the best hip-hop producers, biggest disappointments, best new artist, and all types of shit. It's going to, we're going to crush it. Um, As usual. As usual. And, but you, the listeners, have a chance to be a part of the show. Email us, (laughs) crushalotpodcast at gmail.com and let us know if you want to be on the show. We want to know what you have as your best because this is all subjective, right? Um, So Sir Love, they might have a different best than mine's. But we want to know. We really want to know yours. And we want to put you mm-hmm. on the air to do it. Podcast at gmail.com or reach us out on our social. Crush a lot cheese on Twitter for me. Crush a lot podcast everywhere else. For Sir Love Day, Sir Love Day everywhere else because he planned everywhere. out his his name well in advance. <laughs> um, so he put it on social, on social media. Here. Me? Not me. Not so well organized. <laughs> um, but I hear Brandon for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but you can find him on Brazer. Um, just look, he gets updated every week. Um, so that's where we are. And but also, don't forget to shoot us those special nominees for crushies. Yeah, we're going to be doing a couple of those too. You know, really specific awards. Yeah, like like maybe say what what what's an example best, you have? Uh, I got a perfect example for you. So this year, I would give my award for best awkward hip hop interview. Okay. But, that has that. That's anything with Joe Budden. That that often happens with Joe, but in this case, it was amazing. Joe Amigo's hilarious. Or or maybe uh, or by, uh, a category for best hip hop story. Or best news newsline. Yeah, best hip hop headline. Uh, what about I was thinking. Social media. Back. I was thinking. What about giving love to like legacy acts? Cats who've been here for 10, 20 years dropping albums. Which of those dropped a good album? Because you could, there's a lot of people that keep dropping albums. We should give them love too. Yeah. So we'll, we're, we're going to create, hey, we're going we're gonna to put it out there way in advance for you know what's going to, what we're going to be awarding. And we want to hear from you, gmail.com. But today is all about the anchor, the, the silent MVP of the Wu Tang clan, um, the yes. legendary. Inspector Deck, um, one of the nine born original members of Wu Tang Clan. Um, wait, I gotta mm-hmm. drop this beat real quick. <laughs> if you know what that beat is, it's Triumph with arguably one of the greatest verses of all time. Mm-hmm. So, Inspector Deck, one of the members of the Wu Tang Clan, um, Dropped his solo debut, um, Uncontrolled Substance, first, or I, w- I want to say around 97, like right towards the end of Forever. Um, he didn't drop it when the Wu was hot, though. It was right outside of their peak. Mm-hmm. Still a solid album, but not classic, but a lot of solid um, songs on there. Um, then he went into The Movement, um, Resident Patient, and uh, all of those were okay efforts nothing to speak about but he's legendary because of his work on the Wu-Tang Clan solid on all clan albums solid on all features um, currently working with Zarface uh, as uh, Esoteric 7L uh, Zarface has dropped three pretty good albums and, and really blends uh, deck style very well um, and if you like that Wu-Tang boom bat um, crime type of lyrics you're not going to get better than Inspector Deck. Um, so we're going to be focusing on the top five. What's your thoughts on um, Inspector Deck? Man, Inspector is a brilliant MC, and it's it's unfortunate that he doesn't get or he hadn't gotten uh, the sort of focus and emphasis that he got. It's really easy when you have nine MCs. Uh, and so many uh, of them are swinging with such heavy high caliber weaponry out of their pins it's it's easy to just miss a guy or to focus on this one person or two people or three or four it's so many there so that he kind of slips under the radar a lot of times but if you pay attention you will find that that man just 
amazing after amazing after amazing verse without delay. Uh, and it almost seems to take no effort from him. It's it's beautiful to actually listen to. Yeah, you could argue that in the 36 Chamber, the master landmark album from Wu-Tang Clan, I said this with Money Miz back in our top five Raekwon um, episode, the dude was the MVP of the first album, in my opinion. Um, Ghost wasn't yeah. at peak yet. Raekwon wasn't at peak yet. The Jizzle was solid but sparse. Method Man was... Uh, such a showman but lyrically wasn't anything to write about odb was all over the place um but solid yeah master killer you got didn't really spit much though they had arguably their best voice uh, verses on the album but really the storyteller the dark horse the the man who kept things flowing was deck and he doesn't get as much love as um he deserved but also people don't realize how many classic verses he has so we're going to give the man some love okay. um, but let's get something out the way <laughs> it's universally known that Deck's best verse ever is his opening verse on Triumph, the lead single to the double CD Wu Tang Forever. It is a landmark verse that kicked in the door for that album in a way that no other single for any hip hop artist <laughs> group has ever done. That was your return. <laughs> back after years of waiting a double cd you drop forever and it's a specter deck first up to bat and he hit a one-off home run that that just set the tone for that album so yeah, crushed what were your thoughts when you heard that ver that verse or or even where that verse is in the pantheon of hip-hop uh, so I mean, the first experience of hearing that verse, it's it's the giddy kid feeling, right? It's that reminder because those time when Wu Tang first came out and when Forever was coming out uh, is right at a, a sort of a coming of age period in our lives. So we can we can kind of see from their first album with a with a, a what we would view as a younger version of ourselves. And then a more mature version of ourselves is hearing this album, and it kind of reminds us of the good old days. And we're like, man, I remember Oh, this gives me that feeling like when I first heard Wu Tang. This is amazing. This is powerful. It's eerie. It's dark, but it's fun. And these guys can rap this off. This is amazing. And it has a great feeling, you know. And as far as its position in history, I mean, for me, I've always presented it as the uh, first earth. Uh, verse the best opening verse on any record in hip-hop history um and of course i i see it as one of those contenders for one of the great verses of all time um, but of course i i recognize there's those hip-hopsters out there you know the hip-hop hipsters uh who like to always be contrarians and whatever the majority of people is the case they strongly disagree and they have other opinions so I do remember I've gotten into multiple arguments with some people who were like, nah, man, that's not even Dex's best verse. That's not even hip-hop verse. This is verse, but nah, y'all just, that's just because the public catch it. That's a real popular one, but people don't really know the real deal. And I'm like, I get that, I get that, cool. But the reality is, you really measure this verse. It's density. Uh, the amount of, of words in this verse that don't rhyme is incredibly sparse. It's packed with meaning. It's packed uh, with thought. And the, the types of words he's using, the vocabulary that he has on display here, is incredible. So it is very much deserving in my eyes being the greatest verses in hip-hop history. Now, saying that, we put a little challenge for us that we're not going to put that on our list right. it's universally given it's easily going to go number one it's easily number one so it's it's our top five and then the triumph first so right. please don't take that that we're sliding deck whatsoever it's universally accepted that this is the number one so i guess we're really doing six to two right <laughs> yeah. that's what we're really doing <laughs> Um, so we're just putting it out there that that verse is on a different league for a different category for a different day. We're not we're not discrediting it whatsoever. We are acknowledging that this is his greatest a verse. 
ever. And we're going to put it on, on a plaque somewhere else and, and speak of it another day where we could really do it justice. We're going to focus on other inspector decks um, versus. But let's get right into it. Um, let's go right into it. Number five, um, Sir Love Day, top five inspector deck, top five Rebel INS, top five Excalibur. Mm. What do you have for no, your number I five? So I, I had to keep it to, to one of those records that for me was just like the, the reminder of how deck just slips in. <laughs> Don't matter how nice everybody else is going, he's going to slip in his heat. And it's his verse off of Hell's Wind Staff. Off the Wu-Tang Forever. Yes. Dope record. Uh, he's got... He's got what? I think he's got meth after him. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it is that goes before him. Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> he comes in and he just kicks it. Smooth, wonderful. And, and you know, the first time you're learning a song like this, you're listening to it. And you, this is back in the days when we used to actually really lyric songs. We didn't just listen to it because I listened to it. We were like, no, I got I to gotta know all lyrics. It was like a badge of honor if you knew all the lyrics to a dope song. Correct. So you start learning the lyrics. Unless it's a Busta Rhymes song, and I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> yeah, man, I used to, those are my favorites. I used to make sure I had to know Busta. No, yo, I can't. Um, I can't hang. That ain't that in Bone Thugs. I ain't doing it. But in this case, he took his time, and you when you really take the time to listen to it, you start to hear little things like uh, there's a point in where he says something like a uh, uh, alone in my level. He didn't have. I remember when I first caught that that's what he said because I haven't you know you learn the lyrics and I catch him like wait did he just he did not put I see what he man this <laughs> he throws in a bunch of great lines back and forth and he's really a great master of that multiple inside rhyme style he doesn't just rhyme at the end of the bar uh, he doesn't just rhyme at the end of the sentence. There's a ton of rhymes throughout the record, uh, throughout each line, throughout each bar. And he does it well. And for me, that's always going to be in my records for Tank um, just from, you know, love of the clan and of forever. Uh, but it sticks out for me as one of those ones I really remember for a deck. And it might have been a little bit to do with the fact that I was keenly on that album after hearing Triumph. But <laughs> that still, nonetheless, it sticks out for me. And I remember that record a lot. So now we're, we're numbering. He has two great verses on Wu-Tang Forever. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go right to my number five. But first, I want to give a shout out uh, to It's The Expert. Uh, at It's The Expert. Um, hitting us up on social. And he's been really enjoying, um, you know, the Wu-Tang series. And, you know, thank you for letting us know and showing us the love we appreciated um and actually gave his his um his inspector deck uh, a list or kind of his mm-hmm. his thoughts and um and so i want to give a shout out to you all the way from um uh dublin uh we got something out for you it's gonna cost me a pretty penny to ship it to you but we're gonna do it because we appreciate the love um so you know look yes, out sir. in the next couple of weeks for some stuff uh, we appreciate the love um and all that good stuff i'm gonna go right to my number five um and this is from a soundtrack, uh, which uh, Deck has a lot of good verses on soundtrack. This is, I'm gonna put the name of the song, uh, the name of the soundtrack out there. And you let me know what song it is if you could get it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kick you off the show if you don't get it though. Um, I might, but I'll think <laughs> about it. Um, it's from Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Is that the old? Wait, Tales from the, is that the old? Uh, uh... Tales from the Crypt spinoff they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. You hear it? That's a throwback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you forgot about this. Now, let me explain why I love this beat so much. Not beat, but the verse. One, it's labeled as a Wu-Tang song. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of the first times Wu started putting songs on soundtrack. Let me lower this. There he is. There. Hold up. Let this rock for a second. So yeah, so you know what I like about this song? One, he's a lyrical beast. 
But it's one mm-hmm. of the rare times he changes his cadence. He's super mm-hmm. aggressive in this song. Yeah. Very aggressive. And and it's one of the rare times he does it, so it stands out so much for me. I actually never liked this track growing up. I thought the beat was so far-fetched um, mm. from the sound of Wu-Tang. And I later, later in the years when I went back to the catalog, I really fell in love with it. But I really fell in love with it because of how much Dak went outside of his comfort zone to give you something that's hyper-aggressive, but yet super detailed, um, very vivid in his storytelling, which he's a master in, um, but really is, for me, one of his top verses because of the delivery of it. It is, is mm. it is. he's really going after it. Like, you could tell he's really going for it, and and I love that they were giving him his own solo, solo burn um, I know they did that on Forever when he had his own solo song on there um, and he had some standout tracks so in other soundtracks. But this is, for me, one of the ones that stayed with me for a very long time. I still am on rotation um, and I eventually got turned on to the beat and where I really appreciated what it was trying to do at that time. But Deck, by himself, one of the first songs by himself, and he knocked it out the park. And this was one of the songs that really got me excited for future projects from Inspector Deck because Deck has might be might be missing some personality on charisma mm-hmm. and you might yeah. over overlook him but he should not be because when he's on that mic he is a surgeon and this is one of those mm-hmm. tracks where he goes after it and it, I I want him to get back to that kind of aggressive nature because I think it it, it suits him very well so my number 5 uh um uh, let me add them off the Tales from the Hood um, soundtrack. Yeah. So where are you, number four? Well, that's actually a good transition to my number four. It's good, good. So let me four. add them. Okay, if you say that, <laughs> I can kind of narrow it down. So my guess yeah. is that mm-hmm. it's it's from the 36 Chambers album. But of course. Okay. So what I'm looking at here is just another case of the flow. Uh, is the record in question of, of course, is Protect Your Neck. And Protect Your Neck is uh, the, the timing of it is just a little bit fixed um, than you would normally expect from the way uh, Deck delivers a lot of his other verses. So there's a little bit of pickup in what he's doing there. And then you, that piece of kind of translates into this energy and as you were mentioning that deck sometimes has some charisma issues in this one this is one of those cases where i think he probably does his best job at presenting a feeling and emotion and sounding energetic on the track uh, between the uh switch ups like the so a little sync sections the cold red danger, danger. Uh, that add that extra. I'm saying goodbye, like David Kevin Tevin Gamble. Right, those help bring more to the song you normally got or expected from Deck. But one of my favorite parts of this verse, and the reason why it sticks out to me so much, is the line right after Code Red Danger is that deep in the dark with our charts. That that part, I remember dissecting that, just looking at that. Because I remember realizing, looking at it and going, this isn't just, you know, the first inspector. He's rhyming dark with art charts and apart. And then you realize, no, it's sets of threes. It's in the dark with the art. charts. That's dope. <laughs> like they just threw those threes together and knew that he had just enough time to add a part uh, because of how he had time. The other three, he had enough space to put another little couplet to add another rhyme that fits right on the end, all in one line. It's brilliant. It's dope. It's one of those things that, you know, as a super lyricist, lover man, guys, stuff like that. It's those little bright moments that make you really respect a guy like that. And that's why it's my number four. That's a great pick. Um, And in a song with almost the entire clan, once again, yeah. He's one of the MVPs, or not the MVP on that song. Quietly and understated because the rest of the clan is so big in personality that you kind of mm-hmm. overlook how consistently good Deck is. 
Um, yeah. and, and it's just it's amazing. That's a great pick. And you know who gets a lot of love for having that kind of style too, in terms of like mm-hmm. um, just delivering and changing the pain and the the pace and the patterns or speeding it up and adding different is Kendrick. Kendrick gets a lot of love for that. Yeah. Um, and and mm-hmm. rightfully so. But this is also like you can see this kind of style and these techniques back in the Wu and probably even before that. I'm not going to dismiss anyone else, yeah. but Wu Tang really pushed. Uh, and Nas and, and, and Prodigy and a lot of those cats that ever really push how much you could say at one time um, in yeah. one verse. Being in, 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 yeah, it's true. And, and Buster's really yeah, good at that. Um, so that's a great pick. Uh, we got to do a top five Tevin Campbell, right? We have to. That's okay from the same album because Babyface is a beast. Um, let's go right into yeah. my number four. It should be no surprise because I talked about this uh, a bunch of different times um, throughout the Wu Tang series. My number four on uh, the opening verse off the Cuban Link 2 album, House of Flying Daggers. Um, Raekwon, um, another landmark album for Raekwon. Um, he came in with House of Flying Dagger and who's opening? And who's opening? Who else? Who else? The lead-off hitter, the best lead-off hitter in hip-hop history, opener. Inspector Deck. You know it. The, the, angel hair with the <laughs> lobster sauce. Angel hair with the lobster sauce is what he said. Yeah. Long before that. Food references right off of Jay Dillaby, and why I like this track so much not only because it was a sensational opening line by Deck kicking the kicking the, off the the album with with a bang. It's also mm-hmm. one of Raekwon's best verse ever too, <laughs> and they go back to back. Yeah. So and you can you can argue who got the best verse on that. And Deck came in and was like, yo, I got you, Ray. I got you, Ray. And Ray's all over, and, and, and Deck is all over that album. Yeah. You know, when you, Fresh when it. the other Wu-Tang Clan members want a solid verse, Deck is there. Jizza and oh, Deck go well together. Massacre and Deck go well together. Ghost and Deck go well together. I mean, you can look at any of the 12 Ways to Die. Deck is all over that. So, so even in the whole in the in the clan itself, when they're not worried about sales and 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 getting the flamboyant members, they want lyric storytelling to complement what they're doing. Here, this is the theme of the song. They go to deck. They go to deck, and this is what this song was. Yo, I need you to come in and hit it out the park. Start this song off. Here's this Jay Dilla beat. Let's do it justice. And he came in and he bodied it. Angel hair with the lobster sauce. Anybody else making pasta references? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Not for quite a few years. All right. So that's my number four, House of Flying Dagger. Where are you, number three? Oh, my number three, once again, you got a nice segue there. We talk about how the deck goes well with this one, deck goes well with that one, deck goes well with Jizza, one of my favorite Jizza, quick so Right on there, you got my man Deck. Of course, with a bunch of others, but you got Deck coming through on Duel of the Iron Mike. Oh, fantastic! Oh, man. man, man, man. Uh, I, I, it's hard to, to to pick out a line to pick out. Like it's, it's keys in their vaginas. <laughs> of course. There's too many in there to just. It's just a solid verse, man. From 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 top to bottom, solid verse. This is what Deck does. He gets on, and he makes sure that from beginning to end, he leaves you with no blank spaces. He leaves you with no time to catch breath. He leaves you with no time to stop and think and analyze what he just did. You have to rewind because he is constantly swinging. He just threw a punch at you. He's got another one coming up. There's a combination after that. There's a few uppercuts after that, and he's not done. The bell hasn't rung yet. The guy's still swinging. Uh, and that's one of the things that's so beautiful about this verse to me. Um, it's verse. Uh, at the time, I really was, really was intent on trying to learn this whole song. 
you know, again, <laughs> there was, you know, it was that time when that was what you wanted to do. This is one of those that I really, really, really was big on. It was brilliant. It was beautiful. Uh, and it was, it was deck trying to be as, as deep as we know he can be. It's deck telling you the pure, uh, uncut street story. This is what's happening. This is what the black here. I don't got nothing to really try and get too deep into this. I'm going to let you know what's going on. This is where he, he comes in right now. Going. This is where he comes in in this part. This is when that beat dropped, the drum the drum drops mm -hmm. and he comes in. You know, that's a great Pixar love. They, that's one of my favorite tracks off the Liquid Sword. And, you know, I have to really sit down and think uh, if it's Liquid Sword or Cuban Link is my favorite album. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Man. It's a tough one. Oof. But listen, this is the different. If if the last track I pick, House of Flying Dagger, in Triumph is because he's the best leadoff hitter in the game. He's right, closing right. this out. He's closing this song. Mm. He's closing it. Jizza, Master Killer, and then Deck with Dirty in between the two, which is a brilliant because he's so sparse in it. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Deck closes the song. Blinded by illusion. Finding it confusing. Like, it's, 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 he's able to teach so much in a crime story. His crime stories and his street stories always have a, a silver lining in it, and you just gotta look for it. But it's there, and this is one of those other songs where he drops a lot of knowledge and he's taking you through a story. But it's 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 layered with so much different uh, concepts and perceptions and reality. You gotta pay attention to what he's saying. It's it's he's not mm -hmm. a simple NC to understand. You could take what he's saying simply and just enjoy it, but you really gotta sit down and think about things. He's on some fifth dimension shit. Yeah. So, Duel of the Eye of my great pick. I'm going to stay on that album, though. I'm going to stay on the album. Liquid Swords. <laughs> what did Jizza do? Man. I'm the head of Voltron, but I need deck on this multiple times on this album. Why? For sure. Why? Because he could verbally sparse and hang with Jizza. Jizza needed yeah. storytelling. He was telling a story in Liquid Swords. At that time, the, not all of the clan members were able to do that. Like, Matt don't do that. Dirty don't do right. that. That's not what they do. You got don't do that. Cool. You got rain. You got ghosts. Mm -hmm. But if you want to tell a vivid, multi-layered verse, you go to deck. Yeah. In yeah. cold, in cold, cold world. Cold World is is it's just two verses, the Jizza verse and the Deck verse. Yeah. And it's one of the singles to this album. He's going back to what I just said. Yeah. Crime story, multi-layered thinking. Mm -hmm. You could take it at face value, and then lyricist gonna break it down what he's saying. And it's going to yeah. take you a long time to figure out all the multitudes. Because this man is well read. The man studies. The man mm -hmm. is telling you a lot of things. And, and you can't just take it at face value. In the cold world, the whole theme of cold world is riveting. And mm -hmm. you need a riveting MC to do it. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't put, I, I couldn't, I had to acknowledge this verse. Yeah. But what yeah. it meant in this time for, for Jizza even being like yo this brother could could box with me i gotta put him on and, and feature him yeah and he comes and once again he's closing the song right he's closing the song it's 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 a remarkable song i encourage everyone to listen if you want to listen to the d'angelo remix version of it that's fine uh i like the rizzo remix that's my number three right here he drops this oh and this is one like one of my <laughs> least favorite beats um, from the RZA in yeah, this yeah. album, it, it took me a while to grow into it, and then I found the brilliance in it later on. Um, but Deck on this verse was just just a marvelous storyteller with multi-layered conscious reality rap. The way I love it, I'm I'm having an ear orgasm right now. It, and it's fantastic <laughs> and my ears are a little sensitive right now I gotta I gotta I gotta bring it down to bring it back up 
Um, you will know this mm-hmm. from your Brazer tryout. Um, let's go with your number two um, top five uh, inspector deck. Rebel INS, where you got it? Uh, perfect. Once again, you are knocking these segues out of the park. Because as you talk about a storytelling, I got to go right back to one of the greatest uh, stories. You want to talk about storytelling and hip hop, you're going to get uh, things like children's story. You want to throw in Juicy. Uh, you want to throw in the message. No, no, no. Needs to be casuals, everything around me. Cream, get the money. Uh, it's a classic hip hop tale. And right in the deck, giving you this brilliant story that <laughs> we could all relate to. Uh, that's, if it's not our story, it's the story of Bobby's. If you're from the hood, that's that's just what it is, right? It's him breaking it down super real, super clear, brilliantly just painting the picture step by step of how things go, uh, letting you know that starting it off with, look, I'm grown, but it's still hard out here for me as a grown man. Uh, I'm going crazy. been going since I was a kid, doing whatever I could to try and get by going through jail, uh, selling drugs, trying to get my life back around, and no matter what, what change, but now I have a little bit of understanding, and I've, I've spoken to my elders, and I, I went to try and understand what's going on, and now I'm not the next ones who are coming up, but they're in the same place that I was in, because I just talked about how I was so consistent, and I can tell you right now, they're doing the same thing. And they're not trying to hear anything I'm trying to say. But I can see sure that what's out here for us is rough and it ain't no good. And they, they're going to keep us, keep their foot on our necks. <laughs> he lays it out brilliantly. I can't try. Just that is the full MC work. That is. That is a fantastic number two. I'm going to go right into number two, but I, I think you're going to like my number two. Cream. <laughs> I'm gonna just play the song again. Cash rules yeah, everything yeah. around me. It, ha- it it's another song that's pretty much on the same level as Triumph. Yeah. Don't get don't get caught up on the catchy ass hook for Meth. The Raekwon killing it. Deck. Yep. The MVP of 36 Chambers came in at a young age when I was 13 years old and mm-hmm. perfectly painted my life. Mm-hmm. At 13 years old, this album came out for me, so I'm giving out my age. <laughs> and he wrote the story of black and brown folks in New York City. Especially people who care about their community. We don't want to do this shit. We got to do this shit. Don't do this shit. Masterful. Vivid. I'm there. I feel it. I feel the energy. I, 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 could, I could tell where he is because I've been there several times. And it, it's, it's a brilliant stroke of the pen. And, and the more I talk about that, the more frustrated I get. Because he does not get the accolades he deserves. He just does it. It's, it's insane. It's it's it's. I'm talking about look at look at the look at what we're doing right now to people listening right now. The songs that we're putting out there, you probably yourself heard and know and don't even know you know it. I can't. I put on cream right now, and most people in the room will could could recite the words. Yeah. Triumph. I know I could. Amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. Landmark. And the RZA once again sparse with his beat, let his MCs do the, their thing. Yeah. Amazing. When, and but look at the theme. When you want vivid storytelling, urban raps, make you think type stuff, who are you calling? 
deck. Inspector deck. And you know that's true because rappers, rappers, not mainstream mm. fan rappers, talking rappers, rappers. Big pun. I'm talking Eminem's. You talk about big pun. He went out and Red got man. deck to put on capital punishment. Not Method Man. Not Ghostface. Deck. Tres leches. What the gangstar do? Yo, we need a dope MC. Who they go get? Deck for above the clouds. It's there. So I think rappers, rappers, salute the dude. I really do. I think he gets his respect, and I think he's good with that. He's not the one to be in the front. He's okay being the anchor, and I salute Deck for that. I really do. He he's he's a beast. I'm still Riz is still my favorite because I'm a production dude. But Deck is has always been consistent on all the Wu albums, and 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 this, his work with Zarface has been extraordinary too. Mm-hmm. So great number two, uh, sir. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Let's go right into our number one. What do you got? My number one takes it straight to again. We already mentioned one of the greatest uh, hip hop albums and one of the greatest games. Uh, one Wu Tang member albums, Lift the Swords, and this is its big competition in my book, and it seems like it is yours as well. Uh, Cuban Links, and right on there, you have one of your favorite records. This is also one of your favorite records of Cuban Links, Guillotine Swords. Fantastic. Just like you know, Inspector Deck can lead off. Knock it out the park. He's not going to try and get on first base. He's not going to try and get a butt fly. He's not going to try and, and steal second. He's coming up first. He's trying to knock it out. And he sure does. Again, another another drill where the pace is a little bit faster. And he pursues the beat a bit more in his rhyme cadence. And so, you know, poisonous paragraph. Smash one a graph in half and beat it. Inspect the deck on a warpath. Like, he's, he's just coming. Um, and... He crushes that whole verse. Uh, so I definitely uh, would frequently hit that rewind button to, to listen to this verse again and again, again and again, before even finishing the song. And then I would go back, you know, let's just hit all, all the time. So I the first verse like six times, but let's, let's just do it again because this is incredible. That's a, nice. that's a great number one to a love day. Right now, for people to know what I'm doing, so uh, I'm streaming on Instagram right now. So they're going to know what my number one is right now because I'm streaming. Uh, for those watching me on stream, um, we're recording right now. So Love Day, Crush A Lot Podcast. Um, recording episode drop tomorrow for Wu Wednesday. Continuing the Wu Tang series. Thank you for checking it out. We appreciate the love. Yeah, this is how I do it. I got my headphones, whatever, because my hand is busy. You know, my hands are busy because I got my my stuff. I got my PC. I got my my task cam. I got my iPad with the with the beats and all that. I got Sir Love Day on the other line. We're mad. I'm mad excited because I'm talking about Inspector Deck on top five. I'm up to my number one. Number one guillotine swords for Sir Love Day awesome pick that beat is is unique his opening line as always first up to bat killing it great number one if you have that number one fantastic a lot of people probably going to have cream or triumph if you're you know if you're checking it us us live thank you for doing that um we already said triumph is the greatest inspective deck verse so we kind of put that on a different pantheon altogether but i'm gonna go to my number one I'm going to go with my number drum, number one. And uh, Instagram people, you're not going to hear this live, like the beat. You're not going to hear it. Apologize for that. But I'm going to say what it is. Sir Love Day, my yeah. number one. <laughs> you hear it? Oh, yeah. I hear that. First of all, this is like off the Wu-Tang Forever album, landmark mm-hmm. album. Let me lower the beat just a little bit. So that is kicking loud and um you know and that album starts off with the Wu revolution long overly long intro i hate it i skip it move on then you get to reunited with the wonderful strings from jizz uh you know from the beat jizz is on there starting off strong but then this is the track that really starts that album yeah. heaven's sake rizza beat mm-hmm. yeah and deck 
comes in and completely goes Dexter on this tr track. <laughs> Verbal eyes leave styes in the eyes of Medusa. Yo, who writes that? Who writes that? That's savage. That's like five years removed from 36 Chambers. Four years removed from 36 Chambers. So my dude was still peaking. If I thought he was an MVP for 36 Chambers, and he's peaking yeah. at forever, mm -hmm. what the hell does that say between that body of work? My dude had a five-year yeah. run of nothing but gems. Yeah, my yeah. number one is heaven's sake, Inspector Deck, top verse. Someone come argue me differently. I don't want to hear your <laughs> sentimental nonsense that it's cream. I love cream. It's my number two. I'm talking about bars, MC to MC, you ain't touching this level of work. Besides <laughs> Triumph. Yo, he, right. he, he, he has the same way he attacked Triumph is how he attacked Heaven's Sake. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say verbal eyes, verbal eyes leave styes in the eyes of Medusa. <laughs> Observe the stats. My dude got stats. Don't play with deck. Give the man his love. That's it. That's it. My number one inspector deck, for heaven's sake, of probably my favorite beat off that album. Love it. Sinister. Mm. Weird as hell. But it's so right. Gotta yeah. love it. That's our number one. That's it. That's it. Thank you for everybody who's been tuning into the show. We appreciate it. You can find us on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Anyone who's been uh, checking us out, leaving us comment, we appreciate it. DM us your shirt sizes. We got stuff. New stock is coming in by Friday. We want to send it out for you, but for the holidays, we appreciate it. If you want to be on the show, for you could be on the Crushies, the Crushy Awards coming out. In, we'll say about two, three weeks. Crush a lot podcast mm -hmm. at gmail.com or you can find us on social media, Crush a lot cheese on Twitter, Crush a lot podcast everywhere else because I didn't plan my name out very well. So you got to get to <laughs> my bad, Sir Love Day on everything. You can find everything. him on Brazer. You good? Tinder. You can find him on Tinder. Just swipe. You can find me on Judate. Yeah. Find me on uh, Farmers Only. You can find, you could, you could, you could hire him for an hour. He wears a big bear suit. You don't know him. Oh. You don't. Uh, and check out everybody, all our fans around the world that have been hitting us up from Dublin to Kuwait. Yo, we international. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. So, and uh, everyone be self. Listen, if, if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, we don't play around with that. We want nothing but love for you guys. Make sure you check out the podcast of uh, the Top ODB. Um, for we could, uh, you know, give you some resources. Hit the link um, on that bio for you can see a number you could call if you need any type of support, anyone to talk to. Um, we're more than happy to help you take care of one another. Thank you for checking out the Crush a Lot podcast. Um, this is Top Five uh, Inspector Dex or Love Day. Thank you for joining us. Yes. We'll see you soon next week. Yo, top Five Bobby soon. Digital, Kalina Honus, you're up next. Peace. Ooh.